Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Course in Miracles podcast, lesson 132, second, second episode with a broken arm. It is interesting that I was inspired to create two episodes, to record two episodes rather, the day before the accident. And it's interesting that on the day of the accident, there was already a lesson synced up and ready to go. So I didn't miss any episodes being recorded or released because I was in the hospital. It's maybe that the Holy Spirit was planning on bitch slapping me, shattering my arm into multiple pieces in order to teach me a lesson. Who knows? It is interesting, though, because that's the first time I've recorded multiple episodes in a day in 40 or 50 episodes, probably. Who knows? All I know is that having broken bones makes you... It's very humbling. It has a way of getting you really present to what really matters. And for me, what really matters more than anything is slowing down. So... I slept in today, I got some good sleep, and then I got up. I didn't have any pain medication today. I'm just being with all of it. I think that part of healing involves hurting, and now the itches inside of the cast are starting to happen. That's really pleasant, I tell you what. And it's going to be a long time, and that's all you can do really is hold on. Hold on for the ride. So lesson 132. Um, this is an interesting lesson as well. The, there's a, a handful of kind of longer lessons coming up, so hold on. This is a really cool lesson, though, and it's the wording of it is a little odd, but the lesson is I loose, L-O-O-S-E, I loose the world from what, or I loose the world from all I thought it was. What keeps the world in chains but your beliefs? And what can save the world except yourself? capital S. Belief is powerful indeed. The thoughts you hold are mighty and delusions are as strong in their effects as in the truth. A madman thinks the world he sees is real and does not doubt it. Nor can he be swayed by questioning his thoughts' effects. It is but when their source is raised to question that the hope of freedom comes to him at last. So when we turn our crazy thoughts, or when we start to question our crazy thoughts and the source that they're coming from, that we start to get our glimpses of freedom. Again, as um, so if you're, um, for instance, if you're an alcoholic, you think that world in the bar is completely, that complete insanity that permeates the fabric of the saloon, you think that that is the most sane thing, right? And it's not until you question your source, like, maybe this isn't the right place for me to be hanging out, right? That's when the, the hope of freedom stump, uh, starts to present itself, as soon as you have those moments of clarity. Yet is salvation easily achieved, for anyone is free to change his mind, and all his thoughts change with it. Now, the source of thought has shifted, for to change your mind means you have changed the source of all ideas you think or ever thought or yet will think. You free the past from what you thought before. You free the future from all ancient thoughts of seeking what you do not want to find. 
The present now remains the only time. Here is the present. Here in the present is the world set free. For as you let the past be lifted and released the and release the future from your ancient fears, you find escape and give it to the world. You have enslaved the world with all your fears, your doubts and miseries, your pain and tears, and all your sorrows press on it and keep the world a prisoner to your beliefs. Death strikes death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thoughts of death within your mind. The world is nothing in itself. Your mind must give it meaning. And what you behold upon it are your wishes acted out so you can look on them and think them real. Perhaps you think you did not make the world, but came unwillingly to what was made already, hardly waiting for your thoughts to give it meaning. Yet in truth, you found exactly what you looked for when you came. So an example of this would be you're following uh, the YouTube videos of a particular political orientation, and you are then turning those that unreality into the most hard truth that ever could possibly be and this is in this is in this is rather the way that the media operates for to a large extent by essentially manipulating your mind to thinking that which is not true is there is no world apart from what you wish and herein lies your ultimate release change but your mind on what you want to see and all the world must change accordingly Ideas leave not their source. The central theme is often stated in the text and must be borne in mind if you would understand the lesson for today. So we're getting right to the source. It is not pride which tells you you made the world you see and that it changes as you change your mind. But it is pride that argues you have come into a world quite separate from yourself, impervious to what you think, and quite apart from what you chance to think it is. There is no world. This is the central thought the Course attempts to teach. So this is all BS, in other words. This is all illusion. This is all Maya. Not everyone is ready to accept it, and each one must go as far as he can let himself be led along the road to truth. He will return and still go farther, or perhaps step back a while and then return again. But healing is the gift of those who are prepared to learn there is no world and can accept the lesson now. Their readiness, readiness will bring the lesson to them in some form which they can understand and recognize. I have a, an itch. I can't scratch my arm with my other arm right now. I'm having to use my chin to scratch my arm. That might be too much information, but that's why I lost presence there. Some suddenly, their readiness will bring the lesson to them in some form which they can understand and recognize. Some see it suddenly on point of death and rise to teach it. Others find it in an experience that is not of this world, which shows them that the world does not exist because what they must behold must be the truth, and yet it clearly contradicts the world. That's some of that kind of um, challenging Course in Miracles stuff. I'm not going to dive too far in or to stress myself with deciphering too much. And some will find it in this course and in the exercises that we do today. Today's idea is true because the world does not exist. And if it is indeed your own imagining, then you can loose, loose it from all things you ever thought it was by merely changing all the thoughts you gave it these appearances. The sick are healed as you let go all thoughts of sickness and the dead arise when you let thoughts of life replace all thoughts you ever held of death. This is like that 
experience I was sharing about in the operating room when I was coming to yesterday. And I was kind of trapped in between two worlds, and the operating team was basically saying, no, Dave, sorry, you have to come back to this world for a little while. You'll get to go back there soon enough, but right now your job is to be here with us. A lesson earlier repeated must, a lesson earlier repeated once must now be stressed again, for it contains the firm foundation for today's idea. You are as God created you. There is no place where you can suffer and no time that can bring change to your eternal state. How can a world of time and place exist if you remain as God created you? What is the lesson for today except another way of saying that? To know yourself is the salvation of the world. To free the world from every kind of pain is but to change your mind about yourself. There is no world apart from your ideas because ideas leave not their source and you maintain the world within your mind in thought. Yet if you're as God created you, you cannot think apart from him, nor make what does not share his timelessness and love. All these inherent in the world you are these inherent in the world you see? Does it create like him? Unless it does, it is not real and cannot be at all. If you are real, the world you see is false, for God's creation is unlike the world in every way. And as it was his thought by which you were created, so it is your thoughts which made it and must set it free that you may know the thoughts you share with God. Release the world. Your real creations wait for this release to give your fatherhood, not of illusions, to give you fatherhood, not of illusions, but as God in truth. God shares his fatherhood with you who are his son, For he makes no distinctions in what is himself and what is still himself. What he creates is not apart from him, and nowhere does the father end, the son begin as something separate from him. There is no world because it is a thought apart from God and made to separate the father and the son and break away a part of God himself and thus destroy his wholeness. Can a world which comes from this idea be real? Can it be anywhere? Deny illusions, but accept the truth. Deny you are a shadow briefly laid upon a dying world. Release your mind and you will look upon a world released. Now, not to beat a dead horse, but yesterday's example of my, the example from, in, that I gave in the podcast yesterday about the experience I had with the broken arm on the trail and encountering these two helper angel people, basically, um, I had an opportunity right there to release my mind from the world because the broken arm was just a part of the world. The broken arm was in fact just an illusion. And the fact that I was able to rise above the agony that I was in to a, to a significant degree is all the indication you ever need that this stuff is real. And the fact that these people in the, from the recovery world appeared out of nowhere, basically, is all the proof that I personally ever need that God is real. Today, our purpose is to be free from the, is to be, is to free the world rather from all the idle thoughts we ever held about it and about all living things we see upon it. They cannot be there. No more can we. For we are in the home our Father set for us along with them. And we who are as he created us would loose the world this day from every one of our illusions that we may be free. Begin the 15-minute periods in which we practice twice today with this. 
I who remain as God created me would loose the world from all I thought it was. For I am real because the world is not, and I would know my own reality. Then merely rest, alert but with no strain, and let your mind in quietness be changed so that the world is freed along with you. You need not realize that healing comes to many brothers far across the world, as well as to the ones you see nearby as you send out these thoughts to bless the world. But you will sense your own release, although you may not fully understand as yet that you could never be released alone. Throughout the day, increase the freedom sent through your ideas to all the world and say whenever you are tempted to deny the power of your simple change of mind, I loose the world from all I thought it was and choose my own reality instead. So again, that's really what happened yesterday. I just chose a different reality. Like, yes, there was something that was happening in the world. Yes, there was a fracture. Yes, there was an injury. But this infinite intelligence that is so far beyond me, that is the ultimate reality, was ultimately the thing in charge. And the only job that I had in that moment was surrender. Fortunately, it doesn't need to be these sorts of horrific things that... um, help us in reinventing or strengthening our faith. Fortunately, we can just do the course lessons in the morning and stay present. And maybe if we were extra present, the Holy Spirit would whisper into our ears regarding things that maybe aren't the healthiest for us to do, just maybe. And the Holy Spirit doesn't need to bitch slap us that hard if we are simply paying attention along the way. Who knows? All that being said, go out today and loose the world from all around you. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.